Hi, I'm Lily Sloan. This is A Therapist Walks Into a Bar. And more specifically, this is a radical short in which I talk to Dave Nadelberg, co-founder of the stage show, television series, books, movie, and more that make up Mortified. In the last episode, I shared some clips from my performance in the stage show in Oakland. But this thing where people get on stage and read from their adolescent diaries, share poems, songs, plays they wrote, it actually happens in chapters all over the world. Several months ago, on my sister show, Radical Advice, I chatted with Dave about how all this got started. So Mortify began 15 years ago because I found a love letter to a girl. I, I had written it in my teenage years and never sent it to this girl. Then I found it in my mid-20s and thought this was ridiculous. And a decade and a half later, um, I'm <laughs> my entire life has shifted because of this one tiny thing. And there really is some overlap between what Mortified is doing and what therapy does and what I'm doing with this podcast, plunging into realness with strangers, building empathy, increasing our capacity for self-understanding and reflection, and making connections. I don't know if it made me more curious about people, but it certainly um, awakened a curiosity that I already had about humans. Um, I'm, you know, I am the person who doesn't mind if you talk to me on an airplane and <laughs> vice versa, although I will try to be respectful and not bother you on an airplane if you don't want to. <laughs> um, and I'll, I love going to a bar by myself and like meeting a stranger and getting into a weird conversation and then probably never seeing them again or sometimes becoming very close friends. The more you hear other people's experiences, the more I just think it's the wiser you are and um, more tolerant you can be. Um, doesn't mean you're always on your best behavior, but it's just there's every advantage to stepping into someone else's shoes. And I what, what I love about Mortified is, yeah, as a therapist, but I think even before as a therapist, just kind of being a junkie for <laughs> getting to be able to see uh, things that maybe I'm not supposed like that that we often hide from each other. And but not in a voyeuristic way, is it? No, no, it feels like in a way where I get to feel that I'm not alone. And my experience mm -hmm. of being on the mortified stage is both me getting the benefit of like 600 people in the audience telling me that I'm not alone with their laughter, they're laughing with me, not at me. And also the experience after the show of people coming up to me and even if they don't connect specifically with that content, everyone's like, oh, thank God, I wasn't the only one who had all this weird shit going on in my head. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It makes me feel less alone. And I've definitely had my own experiences with uh, mental health, depression and anxiety. And for me, there's something very therapeutic, sharing or hearing uh, other people's lives. It has saved me in, in my darkest moments, for sure. I've had very dark moments where I've been at a mortified show and I have felt um, less awful. This is a poem that I wrote in high school. It's very short. I was like the editor of the school poetry magazine. And, and so I saw everyone else's poems. I was like, everyone's writing poems about love and sex. And like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be different. <laughs> and so I wrote a poem about like, I was like, what's the most unique thing I could do? So I was really into bagpipe music at the time, because of course, 
And um, why wouldn't I be? Why wouldn't you be? Yeah. (laughs) It it was really because I liked hearing it in the movie Dead Poet Society. Oh, Um, yeah. And so I got really into it. But um, I wound up uh, writing a poem. And upon reading it years later, I realized it is very sexual in its overtones. So in a weird way, I did do what I set out not to do. All right. (laughs) Um, And it is about a fictional bagpiper. And I have no idea why I wrote a poem about a bagpiper. Um, all right. It's called Twas in the Bagpipes. Twas awesome. In the bagpipes. Twas in the Bagpipes. Yeah. Okay. Without irony. Like, this is sincere. Right. right. Okay. <clears throat> How old were you? Uh, I'm going to say I was 16. What's in your bag, Mr. Pips? What's in your bag? Gust, breath, wail, lust, sorrow, love, hurt, madness, and molecules. Squeeze it and you'll see, and feel the resistance of inside contaminants, and see the music float in streamlike paths through the air. It is there, and even eyeless sight could pinpoint it into exactness. It'll breeze right through you like the storm winds in a screen door. It will enter you so as you can feel it and be thrown back by its initial impact. The winds that force a grin into your body and give your eyes their highest potency. I like that bag, Mr. Pips. Inhale the smiles. You're welcome. Yeah. What do you think you were feeling? I think I really liked the, there's a line in there where it says like, it'll breeze through you like storm winds in a screen door. I used to like love musical moments like where like, and they would do it occasionally in music videos. I think it's in the everybody hurts video, like where like a singer will feel the music so much that they will stand in open space, like in a field or something, or like on top of a car in Michael Stipe's case, and just stand and arms outstretched, let it pulse through them, right? And I (laughs) Uh felt like, I really felt that with bagpipe music. And I think what makes a lot of things funny and mortified, and we'll probably hear this in your song, is when the the performer can, can establish the noble reason why they were trying to do a thing, Mm. and then the misguided reason why it was inaccurate is is the best recipe for setting up something as being hilarious yes so um totally so like you know i was in love with this girl so i did this thing (laughs) unfortunately i did it like this (laughs) right well okay speaking of that i found a guitar in the studio the the opening of that i do when i when i do the show is um going back to the first song that i ever wrote in at the end of fifth grade, I think I was still 10. I had this, my first boyfriend in my elementary school, and we we were a couple for like two weeks. Then he dumped me. And then he asked me out again at the skating rink. And we were, he, we were a couple again for two weeks. And then he dumped me. <laughs> and I took the whole thing like really, really seriously. I remember my friends making fun of me because I was like, I mean, you never know. We could get married someday. 
I don't even know why he dumped me either of those times, but I remember after the second time, like he was pretty the kind of popular bad bad boy and and people started siding with him against me in some rivalry that I didn't even really understand or know about and I started getting bullied. And so my response to the situation was to write this song and play it live at a talent show. And uh, that really only made everything way worse because there there was so much for them to make fun of me with after I performed this song. And if you want to hear it, you'll just have to wait till after the credits. This Radical Short was produced by me, Lily Sloan, and featured Dave Needleberg, co-founder of Mortified. Learn more at getmortified.com and check out their charmingly relatable series on Netflix, The Mortified Guide. Radical Advice airs live Tuesdays, 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time on San Francisco's beloved internet community radio station, Best Frequencies Forever. You can tune in at bff.fm, and you can find past broadcasts archived on the website or by subscribing to Radical Advice in your favorite podcast listening place. If you want your life questions answered on Radical Advice, please visit RadicalAdviceShow.com. You could submit your question anonymously right there on the site. Sign up for the newsletter at a atherapistwalksintoabar.com, leave a review in iTunes, and visit Patreon.com slash atherapistwalksintoabar to become a patron of the show. I'm actually at the halfway mark towards my goal of $500 in monthly pledges by the end of the summer. So help me get there and get some cool rewards in the process. And now. Um, well, <clears throat> okay. Well, just just remember that I was 10 when I wrote this and performed it in front of an audience of my peers who already didn't like me very much. Okay? Thanks. So this song is called You Were Just Using Me. using me to show off what you got you were just using me to be a big hot shot now you are losing me in spite of your disgrace now i am gonna find someone to take your place You were just using me, thinking you were all cool. You were just using me, but now you are a fool. Now you are losing me in spite of your disgrace. Now I am gonna find someone to take your place. That's it. That's it.